Hi, this is Brendan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Adam Balderstone, and we are continuing our discussion of 2006 Return of Condor Heroes, a Chinese drama. Today we're going to be doing episodes 11 through 12, and in these episodes we have a, a Heroes Summit to determine the leader of the martial world. We have a uh, the, the summit is crashed by Jin Lun and, and his disciples, and there's a big fight, and it ends with, uh, with Guo Jing... Uh, seriously injuring Jin Lun, and his, he and his men leave. And and then at the end of the battle, when they're sort of trying to decide who the leader of the martial world will be, um, there's the offer of a uh, of a marriage between Yang Gua and the daughter of Guo Jing and Huang Rong. And both Yang Gua and Zhao Longnu refuse. Uh, and this creates a stir, and then it's revealed that they intend to marry each other, and this attracts the disgust of the entire martial world, because they regard it as a form of incest. Um, so they end up leaving and going off on their own, and then, uh, you know, through a series of uh, coincidences, they, they end up uh, uh, joining in a fight uh, that's already taking place between Jin Lun and uh, Huang Rong and her daughter and the Wu brothers. And after after they uh, they help sort of essentially rescue them from from this battle, uh, they stay at an inn together, and it's there that the seeds of doubt are sown in Zhao Longnu's mind about whether she and Yang Guo should be together because it might bring him pain, and also he might be uh, he might grow restless living with her in the ancient tomb. So, um, and and the, those are very broad strokes. There's there's obviously a lot of <laughs> yeah. finer details in there. But that's sort of that's what happens over the course of the two episodes. Um, so before we even get into the details, uh, Adam, what did you think of these episodes? What, what were your thoughts? Oh, they're 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 a good pairing of episodes there because I mean the uh, you know the first episode we watched is just straightforward, exciting, lots of fights, lots of action, lots of humor, and then we get the really dramatic aftermath of that in the next episode with uh with the with uh, uh the, the marriage refusal and uh as you say the disgust of the uh, martial world as you put it kicking in and uh and then it ends uh, on the cliffhanger kind of of, of Xiaolong Nu uh looking like she's going to uh take off at any moment but uh but yeah I this 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 was a uh, this was great I mean it uh yeah, one thing, one thing I liked early on. I mean, just to get into details a little bit, I like, I like, I like Huang Rong stepping in to grab the uh, beggar stick at the beginning. It was just kind of a nice callback to you know her, her uh, taking the stick from, uh, from from Guo Jing's father, whose name I'm blanking on at the oh, moment. Oh, Yang, Yang Kong. Yang, Yang, Yang Kong, Kong, of course. Yeah, you know, it's the, uh, it's just the classic move for her to make there, get the stick back. But, uh, so yeah, I, I particularly enjoyed that moment early in the episode. Yeah, my favorite is the, the scene where he, um, where he starts repeating, and I don't know how clear this was to you in the, uh, in this version, because in the book they kind of explicitly say what's going on, but in, he's fighting with De Urba, the, the, the disciple of Jin Lun, and De Urba's a monk, and every time and, and and he's kind of a little bit of a simple guy like he he's I, I got that minded. impression yeah and and so he'll say something to Yangua I think in Tibetan or I forget exactly what the language was but it's not a language that is uh you know like Chinese or anything 
and and Yangor just repeating back whatever words he's hearing to him, and 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 so the but the sequence of things he says is something along the lines of you know so Durba says to him, my teacher is Golden Wheel Monk, I am not a kid, I am a monk, and then Yangor says that back to them, and then Durba says <laughs> you know I am the senior disciple, and Yangor says no I'm the I'm the senior disciple, and eventually Durba kneels down because he believes that uh, Yangor is the the re, reborn. Uh, uh, spirit of 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 jin loon's disciple who died who's his who is his if if the guy had lived he would be the senior disciple um and the, and the thing that so you don't realize it now i'm going to spoil something for you here but it's important this becomes yeah. a recurring thing over the course <laughs> of the, so this isn't just this one moment this becomes a recurring thing over this is this is like the defining feature of him and de Urba's relationship um, oh really yeah so, That's it, interesting. It, so it's I, it's just really an interesting kind of thing to have happen and jin loon immediately understands what's going on and and uh and and so does uh and and huang rong gets it but uh, but a lot of you know, but but Durba just sort of earnestly seems to believe that Yango is this this senior disciple of his, um, and it's creating a lot of confusion because Jin Loon, you know, tells him to attack. And he's like, he can't. He's a senior disciple, and so uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Yang Gao is definitely in full Bugs Bunny mode during uh, that thing with all his uh, verbal verbal play going on and everything. But, well, uh, well, there's there's the whole thing where um, where uh, Jin Loon fights Zhao Longnu, and Jin Loon says, you know, like I want to see if you can withstand ten of my moves, and yeah. and and any um, any any and, and Yango sort of lawyers him. He like you know he 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 just counts anything as him, and, he, and he's already up up to twenty before Jin Loon has even you know taken a step, and. And so you know, and he's just constantly doing things like that. But he's he's very quick on his feet this whole time. He's just constantly kind of, uh, he's one of these people whose mouth is just constantly running. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I said Bugs Bunny before, but it's always also kind of a kind of Peter Parkerish to a degree, constant quips while he's fighting. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I. I it's good that 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 fight too between Jin Long and Zhao Longnu. That was that was the one where I kind of got tense because it's like I felt like Young Gao fighting the disciple. It was just like yeah, he's gonna win. I, I didn't didn't have a lot of sweat. But once Jin Lun comes out, it's like ooh, how scary is this gonna be? I was yeah, and Jin Lun is more worried. He's not to be <laughs> trifled with. He's a um, exactly. he, he's a real bad and and the and the funny th so there's a few funny things here. Number one. Jin Loon fights with something kind of like a chakram. It's like it's like a circular. He has like five circular wheels that he fights with. Yeah, and they're yeah. all different types of metal. Um, so it's a really cool kind of kind of visual thing. Um, but but also uh, he uh, uh, the thing that draws Yangua and Zhao Longnu to the fight is she. So <laughs> so we kind of glossed over this whole thing. Zhao Longnu shows up at the at the hero summit. She returns. She's been absent. And they and they and they just sort of start talking to each other in the middle of the of the fighting platform, and and then they just go off and st you know they're yeah. they're at uh, they're at what was it Lou Manor and they just kind of go off to the just outside of Lou Manor and and while they're what was that they're hanging out in a meadow yeah and and then as they're sort of you know being all lovey dovey uh, uh, one of the one the, one of the fights involves a calligraphy brush and the calligraphy brush gets 
hurled onto her dress, and Yangor's furious, and he and he and he leaps in. He's just demanding who did this to Zhao Longnu, um, and and uh, and he doesn't even really care about like the details of the fight. He's just sort of getting drawn in because he's so angry that this thing has happened. Now in the yeah. book, I don't think it was the calligraphy brush. I think it was some kind of oar-like weapon that actually hit her in the foot. Um, okay yeah that, that's that's a little different this is just like oh you, you got stuff on her dress yeah. i'm enraged <laughs> yeah her actually getting hit with an oar is uh i mean a little more a little more worth the anger well and one thing i should say is there are three editions of the book and they are quite different the one i have generally included if, if there were big deviations, it would include all three so that you knew what those deviations were and say, okay, now we're doing the second edition version of this section. But yeah. I think they couldn't do that for everything. So it's possible one of them has something involving a calligraphy brush. But the one I read, the translation definitely called it an oar. And it definitely said it hit her foot. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, so. I, I don't know. What they did in the show, I think, worked. I mean, it, it considering how comical he was acting during that scene, him kind of taking umbrage at this relatively minor thing and kind of pushing it kind of it, it kind of added to the to the, the comedic tone that was going on there yep yep i and uh and also the calligraphy brush i think that was um uh was Zhu the um the the disciple of of reverend yidang and yeah i could be wrong it wasn't him so and he and he was doing this clever thing where he he was he was he was writing things on the fan of huadu to sort of insult him and uh, and that in the book, that's a re- it's it's a little bit different. Like in this one, he says like you are nothing. I think was sort of the joke. And in I think in the book it was you are a barbarian is what he called. Okay. Um, and it was real. And 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 that and this battle on the on the platform is like two chapters in the book. Um, yeah. And each book is only ten chapters in this. There's four volumes in each in each sort of story and each volume is only 10 chapters. So to devote like two chapters to a fight is still, you know, it's, it's quite a bit of space. Um, sure. But, uh, but yeah. So you, mean, to... you mean a particular, that, that one particular fight, not the sequence no, of fights. The whole summit battle was. The whole, like, okay. Gotcha. Just, just, just yeah. clarifying there. Yeah. Cause there was a whole, cause it's very convoluted because it's like, you know, Huodo is trying to get them to put up the right fighter so that they can win and then they can become the leaders of the martial world. And, you know, it's it's a uh, and there's sort of like this chess game going on as they're trying to pick the fighters. And and uh, in yeah. the end, it, it ends up being that Jin Lun and, and Gua Jing kind of clash and, and Jin Lun is serious, is hurt to the point that he can't even talk. And, and then Yang Gua sort of steps in and is is talking over him. He says, ah, you're, you know, you're, you're silent. So obviously, you know, that I'll take that as, as, uh, as you, as you accepting defeat. And, and he just, and, and he just kind of like running circles around him, uh, linguistically. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, uh, no, I mean the, 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 like you say, all the, the chess game kind of going on between the fights or within the fights. Uh, it really, it, it really, it's great. I mean, this this is a really well-told tournament kind of story in of itself, just within the larger story. I, I, I just thoroughly enjoyed everything about this episode. Yeah, it was. It's a lot. It, it really and it really kind of puts on display what the martial world looks like. <laughs> yes, you know, you it get, does. 
you, you get that sense immediately of this is one of the reasons why I recommend Return of Condor Heroes because it's so on display in this moment. Just sort of like you know, like how like you know, you get sort of the martial world and kind of the like the Wu Lin sort of kind of all coming together and mm-hmm. uh, and and then when you get into episode twelve, you know, this is you know things kind of wind down a bit, but then the drama really sort of amps up tremendously. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's it's a really nice nice pairing these two episodes, one after another. They uh, they complement each other well. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, the well, yeah, the ending with Guajin kind of throwing out the marriage uh, invitation there. And once again, that's like another thing. It's like, wow, that's a terrible thing to do in front of everyone in the martial world. It's yeah. like you're you're you know because. I mean, even aside from the reason it didn't happen, Zhao Wang Liu could have had a had a number of reasons to reject it. And it's like you're you're really setting your daughter up for potential humiliation here. Well, you know, you kind of you kind of see it in Huang Rong's. Re- she doesn't yeah. say anything, but she's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, because because Jing, he doesn't get this sort of thing. He's he's very innocent about this sort of stuff, and he just he just kind of enthusiastically. You know, yeah. popped into his head and yeah. it came out of his mouth. Yeah. And, and, and and this is something that they had been planning, I believe. Like this is definitely it's sort of a traditional type of arrangement that might might be had. Sure, but he doesn't know. Yeah. Like you said, he has no idea what the circumstances on the ground are. And and it is and it is very interesting to watch his reaction and Huang Rong's reaction as the as everything is unfolding because she gets things right away and you can always see it on her face. And yeah, and Guo Jing is just kind of. He's fully in the moment. He, you know, he, 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 and he, and he's, and he doesn't, he doesn't question the subtleties of everything the way, you know, <laughs> there's no exceptions in his head. So, uh, so, so, so number one, uh, Yang Guo refuses. And then Zhao Long Nu says, no, this, you know, I'm, I'm not going to let him marry anybody because, you know, he and I are going to be husband and wife. And then like everybody is like, <laughs> Like, what did they just say? Like, and you just yeah, see they, the looks on people's faces, just utter disgust. Just they do a camera pan. Yeah. They just pan through everyone. Just, yeah. just. <laughs> and I mean, you get the thing where people are like, like shaking their head and just like, you know, like you dirty, just like, they just have that look. And, yeah. Uh, and, and Zhao Long Nu has no sense of it. She doesn't understand the rules. Like she doesn't understand what taboo they're even breaking because she's lived in, the ancient tomb her whole life and yangoa is sort of just becoming aware of it like you know like you can sort of he like he's the kind of person he's kind of lived lived a sheltered life but he he has exposure to the classics and to the things that huang rong taught him and the things he learned at tuan zen sect uh, and he also picks up on things very quickly so as yeah. soon as as soon as it's uh as it's explained he you know he, he gets it uh, but he rejects the idea. Immediately. Yeah, exactly. He gets things, but he's just naturally rebellious anyway. So doesn't. <laughs> and, and this and this causes Guo Jing to just be furious with Yang Guo. Guo Jing is uh, does not he you know. So number one, it's interesting to consider. So what's going on here is is Guo Jing is basically at number one. He's asking Yang Guo and Guo Fu to marry each other. Like he's basically so he's trying to arrange a marriage with them. Which, which itself is kind of odd because his history with Huang Rong was fraught with all kinds of issues where, you know, like she could have potentially had to marry somebody else. And he was and he, he had an arranged marriage with the daughter of Genghis Khan that he, you know, uh, in, through a series of, you know, things was a, was, you know, 
basically was able to get out of, but he, he, he didn't, he, he was honor bound to it and he didn't just sort of, you know, say, well, I'm not going to do it. Um, yeah. but like they of all people should understand the, yeah, you know, um, I know. I um, know. Well, well, you know, from, of course, you know, from, uh, from, from Gua Jing's perspective, it's, uh, he, uh, you know, he, uh, basically ha- has the situation where, you know, his, his daughter is in a situation where it's going to really hurt her. So him having a very strong reaction to it and not understanding, it's like, it's become very personal to him instantly. So, you know, I can, I can see why him going, Oh, I understand. I mean, he created this uncomfortable situation, but once he's created it, he just kind of goes with the flow. So, but uh, but then when 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 it becomes when it becomes clear that what they're planning is to marry each other, that like Gorging will not accept. That's the thing he will not accept. He uh, yeah uh, you know he, yeah he I mean he he basically tells Yangor to leave and never come back. Like he is uh, uh, you know yeah. He's just, yeah. Yeah, this is a. I mean, and it's a big taboo. It's a very big taboo in in the setting. It's a, it's a reasonable taboo too. That's yeah. the interesting thing. I mean, it's, you know, a lot of times in stories like this, there's this taboo, and it's a completely irrational thing that they set up to be kind of a a straw man kind of thing yeah. that, that people can rebel against. But it's like there's there's good reasons why you know the yeah. the master should not be dating their disciple. Yeah. That's just we we. You know, it's teachers and students. We we frown on that in our culture. No, yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was going to say. Is it's even something we still. You know, we don't. I'm I'm struggling. I guess we we may have situations where somebody could have a teacher over many many years, but generally you you don't have a teacher from when you're very yeah. young. And that's the important thing to kind of keep in mind here is that you, you know these are people who you've potentially been this person's disciple since you were like five. And so you're, you're a parental figure, I mean, yeah. it's, a... <laughs> um, and, and so, and, 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 you know, and, and so, so it's not, it's, it's not something that's impossible to comprehend when, when it's explained in the, in the show. Um, yeah. even though it's sort of couched maybe in more Confucian terminology, it's still kind of a, you get it, you get, you get why, why the taboo exists. But but Yango is just like well that's stupid I'm not gonna follow yeah. that rule and you know and he and he and he, and he tells and he says to Goa Jing well you know like well why and Goa Jing is so like well that's what like the uh, I think they say the saints in this version but he's basically like that's yeah. what like you know the you know the, the this is what you know the you know our ancestors have said this is what the the uh, you know the great sages have all said and and uh, and 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 you know that's not that for Yango that's not enough. Um, and so, but it's interesting to sort of see them clash because it, I like that you have, again, I, this is one of the things I just find very fascinating about this story is you have the hero from the last novel clashing with the hero from this novel, but they're both very admirable people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the thing. So it's, uh, it's not like, it's not like the, the writer can't just sort of strip away all the things that you liked about Gua Jing, but he takes all the things that you liked about him and he makes those the source of the conflict with Yango and yeah and it's I don't know I just find that really amazing I I, I think it's uh uh I mean I, I'm sure it's been done in other places I just don't this is just the first place where I'm aware of really sort of seeing this being done um yeah well, yeah I I empathize with Guaching in that scene he, he, even though he is in the the bad guy role breaking up the lover. Well, not well. He doesn't break them up at this point, but leading to what seems to be an imminent breakup and causing 
all this, 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 you know, this diff, well, he's not causing a difficult situation. Obviously everyone in the room feels that way, but still, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I definitely saw where he was coming from and I, uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it makes for good drama. I mean, if it's, if it's automatically clear, if you, if you have, you know, Yang Guo and Zhang Nu are just right and you feel everyone else is wrong, it's not really drama. It's yeah. just a, an obstacle. And, uh, and it just feels to me like, like there are a lot of like multi-generational saga type films and books that very often will just kind of lose my interest the way that they're done. And this yeah. to me is like the right way to do a multi-generational saga because you get like the characters from the previous story are brought in so seamlessly. Um, but it's not, it's also not, they're not like handled in an overly, uh, worshipful way. Do you know what I mean? The, yeah. There's they're still characters in the book. I, I don't know quite how to explain it, but just, um, no, they're not, they're not fan service appearances. It's yeah. not like, Ooh, yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> we're going to bring out, bring out Guangxing here. And it's going to be, you know, yeah, exactly. Well, they're, they're people. They're, they're very human still. Well, wait till we get to Kublai Khan. You know, that's what, yeah. you, know, <laughs> you know, Genghis Khan was in the previous book. So, you know, you, it's, it's always fun to sort of see the way that like, again, I, I, I very rarely will read a book where somebody introduces a historical figure and it doesn't feel like the weirdest thing in the world. It just it just feels like, I mean, you know, it might be entertaining or whatever, but it, but it just like you feel like there's a sudden spotlight turned on the character or some, you know, but in these stories and, and again, I've never read it in the original Chinese, so I don't know what the, the experience of it is like in the original language, but I just find that it's that the writer handles introducing historical characters equally as well as he handles introducing characters that were the stars of his previous books. You know, he just, it's all. Yeah. Yeah. He just makes them another character in the story to an extent, I guess is what you're saying as opposed yeah. to boom, boom, you know, you know, putting up, writing in a pause for the audience to react to, Ooh, a historical figure. Well, I used <laughs> to read a lot of, uh, Roman historical mystery novels and, oh, and it was yeah. all, whenever, whenever yeah. Julius Caesar would show up or Solo would show, you know, it was just kind of, a. Uh, it would be entertaining, but something felt different about the character. Do you know what I mean? Because they knew they were handling this 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 figure that needed to be handled with a certain amount of care, and and I feel like yeah. uh, I feel like Lewis Cha just takes the exact right like uh, level of 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 uh, of uh, of handling pressure with these with the historical figures. It's 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 exactly right, and it works. And yeah. I, I don't think I've ever encountered it done as well. Um, yeah, well, it's, it's it's like how in a, in movies when they do it a lot too, the music will change and everything. The second that person comes on screen, yeah. and it's like, ooh, it's Teddy Roosevelt, and you know, there'll be a little patriotic flourish to the music, and yeah, you know, yeah, like okay, and it just it just stand, it just jumps out at you. But yeah, that's that's it, it's it's a it is a really tricky thing. I mean, going into a gaming perspective, it's the same, you know, to, to bring a role-playing angle on it, too. Bringing historical characters into role-playing games can be very tricky, too. No, it can. <laughs> it's, it's not easy. Like, I don't, I'm not blaming these other books for doing this. I just, I just was, this was something that struck me about this series when I first encountered it in, in, I mean, obviously on screen, it's going to be a little different, but when you read it, it I, I found it, I found it really striking. Um, and maybe that's just yeah. me. I don't know, because I've never heard anybody else really go on about this so maybe i'm just odd and i i i'm misreading things but 
but I, I, I think that that's one of the more interesting things about these, these stories. Um, yeah. And so, but, but anyways, I guess I should get back to the, to the um, Oh, back to the actual episode. The, oh, the actual okay. episode. I guess we could, I guess we can talk about that. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so there's a whole, there's a whole thing that happens and, 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 you know, Yangua and Zhao Longnu leave and at the end of it, uh, Guo Jing, who has just threatened to almost kill Yangua, uh, you know, he's squeezing his hand so much that it's bleeding yeah. and Huang Rong touches his hand and, you know, they're both clearly affected by this. Um, and, and, and there's obviously a time jump. I don't know if you found the next sequence of events a little bit confusing or not. Um, cause a lot of stuff happens. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, well, yeah, I mean, I could just state my confusion, you know, it's, we have. Yang Guao and, and Zhao Long New take off, but then they run into the people that they left, and that's like, what's going on sure. here? <laughs> so, number one, coincidental meetups are just very frequent and common in these Oh, yeah. Um, I, I was but, fine with it. But one of the things that they kind of skimmed over is I think this is the scene where uh, Jin Lun uh, kidnaps Gua Fu, if I recall, and then Huang mm -hmm. Rong and the Wu brothers try to rescue her. Something to that effect. I'm not 100% sure how it went down in the book, but it was something like that. And then uh, Yango and Zhao Longnu uh, get involved in that conflict. And so that's how they, and, and so, and so, okay. and so then when they show up and they help them drive back Jin Lun, um, they all go to an inn together. And, and that's why they're, it, they're that's why there's that whole scene where uh, Huang Rong talks to Zhao Longnu before she goes to sleep and sort of plants those seeds of doubt about what, you know, like, you know, she tells her like Yangor is going to be looked down upon and Jelly yeah. was like, well, he doesn't care. And I don't care what people think. And she's like, but don't you, haven't you thought about how it's going to affect him? And then that doesn't seem to be working. So she takes another tact and says, you know, uh, you know, he's going to get bored. He's not going to, he's not going to, you know, he's, he's not going yeah. to, you know, he, you know, sure now he says he'll stay with you forever in the tomb, but in a week, in a year, you know, he'll grow restless. And so, uh, and, and again, it's, it's, it's very Huang wrong. This isn't, she's not trying to change her mind immediately. You, you know, it's just enough yeah. to kind of plant the seed. And then, and then there's the conversation that's overheard with the Wu brothers who are blaming Yangua and, and Zhao Longnu for their disgusting relationship or whatever language they used. And, and, uh, and, and she overhears it. Yangua overhears it and Yangua is fuming and, and she is trying to tell Yangua to calm down. And and it's pretty clear, like you said, that she's probably going to leave in the morning is is the expectation. Um, mm -hmm. Interestingly, they're keeping their same sleeping arrangement that they had in the. Uh, yeah, the we see we see Wong Rong notice that too. And in the uh, book, she the... noticed it too. That was one of the details. When they throw in details like that, it's always kind of nice that they're, you know, that that's right from the book. That's kind of an important detail. Um, it is. Well, it's, it, you know, I mean, there is the implication, oh, we're going off to bed. It's like at it, it, first the implication, you kind of think that Huang Rong thinks, oh, they're, they're sleeping together. And then she kind of gets a glance inside and it's like, oh, they're, <laughs> this is the situation, which kind of puts a, a bit of a spin on it there. So, but, uh, but something we also saw happen was um, Jin Lun had a brief encounter with the Chuanzhen Taoists. And and the Taoists didn't want any problems, so they just kind of got up and left. And and yeah, and he, you know, and he and he, he kind of made like they weren't going to be doing anything. You're like, oh, we're just here for tea. But as they were leaving, he exchanged glances with Zhao Zijing, and and 
and he immediately knew that that guy could like he's he said that guy is going to be useful and and he instructed Huadu to uh to go and 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 uh and find out who he was um, okay and so you know, that'll become important later on um you know uh, that was that was in the show or i'm sorry was that was that something in the book or in the show that was in the show okay yeah i i enough happened this episode that 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 kind of slipped from my mind with all the events so yeah i'm glad you brought that up again because that that went past me it, it was a minor detail but it sets up the stuff that's going to happen with zhao Zhijing down the road where you know uh-huh. so like it's just sort of you know they're just telegraphing and and also kind of giving you an insight into how jin lun is able to read people and th- you know it's a yeah um, so uh so yeah, so and again we got we got more fighting with Jin Loon, obviously at the you know at the the scene with Guo Fu and all them. Sure. And also during that fight, the Wu brothers kind of tried to do something slimy. They uh, when Yang Guo stepped in and was fighting with Xiao Long Nu against Jin Loon, they were like, oh, you know, Huang Rong, it's our chance, we can go now. And she was yeah. like, no, 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 no. Like, like, and, and what's interesting is is it th- so up until this point, you've had the sense. It's more clear in the book, but I feel like you still get it in the show that Huang Rong has had more respect for the Wu brothers than Yangua, and and now things are going to start going the other way. Now the Wu oh. brothers are going to start losing respect, and she's going to be because because Yangua is a really impressive guy. He's he keeps you know doing all these things that are giving Huang Rong reason to respect him. And if you know anything about Huang Rong, you know that like you know she you know she was you know she's 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 the wife of Guo Jing and they had all these adventures together and 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 Guo Jing is like one of the most impressive heroes to to ever have lived so it it, it you you can sort of see how 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 you know Yang Guo is 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 earning her respect and yeah and and so so I don't know I think it's uh you know this is where and and this is where things start to get interesting in terms of the character drama and all that stuff as we're beginning to see um and and I think this is where the central conflict of the book is really kind of being exposed with the um, the mar- the the desire for Zhao Longnu and Yang to marriage and the the reaction from the martial world. Um, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. Like, there's there's a pretty big cast of players at, at work in this story right now. Things have really really kind of exploded over the last few episodes in uh, in complexity in a good way. And yeah. no, it, it has, it has, it's, are you finding it confusing to keep track of everybody or is it manageable? No, it's manageable. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I can't always keep track of names, but I, I, the characters themselves, I always, you know, they're all very recognizable, easy to, to grasp characters. So I always, even if I, even if I'm blanking on someone's name, I, as soon as they come on, I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. You know the person. Yeah. No, that's, and again, that's one of the advantages that the shows sometimes have because with the books, all you have is the name. Oh, yeah. And the name can sometimes <laughs> be more tricky. If you, especially if, you've got, if you have a lot of characters who have similar sounding names or anything like that, that can be, that can be more challenging. Um, sure. But uh, because he, has, he does have a lot of characters. Um, and so, uh, but I don't know. I, I, I find that, you know, that the shows and the books can be complementary for that purpose. Um, mm-hmm. But another thing that happened that we should probably mention is they do sort of unlock a hidden secret of their own uh, Jade Maiden style while they're fighting Jin Lun. Yang Guo gets the idea to use Chuan Zen sect uh, technique 
as she's using Jade Maiden technique. And they realize, oh, these two styles pair perfectly together. And, oh, yes. And then, and, then, and then later on, they're talking about it. And Yangor's like, you know, I think that, like, maybe they were lovers or, like, she had him in her heart or something because, the, you know, the, 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 I don't think she wanted to kill him. Like, you know, and, and so it was interesting. Number one, like, it's a really cool concept. You have these two styles that when you put them together, they, they work as, as in, in, in that way. Uh, yeah. That's like a beautiful moment in Wuxia. But number two, that it can lead to revelations about th- these characters who aren't even alive anymore. Um, yeah, know. yeah. We thought this technique was one to help wipe out this other sect, but it's actually to work with that sect. It's uh, is is a is a good turn. I, I like that a lot. And yeah, I, I'm surprised I, I didn't uh, didn't mention that when that scene came up. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's just. Like I said, there's just so much going on packed into this episode. It's got lots of layers going on. Well, and and I will say, like, that's something I think is very gameable, too. That's the sort of thing you can yeah. take into a game oh, yeah. and, like, really sort of use as a way of exposing backstory that might, you know, people might notice, they might not, but it's a good way to sort of plant that stuff. And, yeah. Uh, and, and just the mixing and matching of styles like that. Like, well, what happens if a guy who uses this style and a guy who uses this style fight together against an enemy rather than against each other? You know, it's, yeah. Uh, Using a synergy bonus is a storytelling technique. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but the but the uh, the other thing, like what you just mentioned, one thing that you notice when you read the book is just the dizzying amount of creative stuff going on from it just is just never ending and it's constant and and you really do like wonder like how, like it, it feels like a waterfall of ideas just tumbling in off the page and yeah. and it, it really is amazing like it's genuine and i think i think i think that's one of the one of the reasons why it's probably a good idea to read wuxia if you're especially if you're trying to run like a a, a game that's based on Wuxia, it can be really helpful to understand just how much invention goes on with each of the characters and each of the techniques and the histories and, and everything. There's just so much. Um, I mean, yeah, again, I'll oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'll say, yeah, it just, it just, it does feel like a living world. It feels like you can, you can, you can pretty much have the camera follow anyone in this story and yeah. it'd be, it'd be a good show going on. But, uh, we just happen to be focusing mainly on these two. No, that's true. That's true. If you, 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 you wonder what might happen if we get more Jin Loon, for example, and his people. Um, mm-hmm. And we do. We will get some Jin Loon coming up. You know, he's going to, he, he is not going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> I, I have to say, I find him one of the most terrifying villains in these kinds of stories. He's really, yeah. a, and it's, and part of it is the moments when he almost sounds like a nice guy. Like that somehow makes him 10 times worse. Um, yeah, well, Xiao Long Nu is like really a powerful figure, and it's like at no point in the show have I been personally worried about her. Like, no matter who she's been fighting with, it's like she's just, you know, she, she literally floats above what's happening, and she's just just capable of taking care of herself. But yeah, during that fight, I was like, oh man, I hope hope nothing bad happens to her because this is dangerous. Well, well, one of the things that they do in the books, they kind of do this, but they rely more, I think, on the visuals is they do clearly tell you at times how powerful characters are in relation to each other. And so uh-huh. Jin Loon is really powerful. Uh, Zhang Longnu could not take him on her own. Yang Goa could not, at this point, take him on yeah. his own. 
Um, the only person who was there who would have been a, a good match was probably uh, Guo Jing. Um, okay. And and, uh, and it and I don't think it's quite at this point. I probably said this before, but later on in the in the novel, they mentioned that uh, Jin Lun breaches the tenth level of his technique that he's developing. <laughs> and so you get it's a good sort of gauge of of where he and the other characters are. Um, yeah, but they it's also... revealing. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. It's revealing that Jin Loon shows up with his excuse on why he can't fight Guo Jing too. He, uh, he he's like, yeah, I'm, uh, oh well, you've got you've got a, a multitude of techniques. We need only pure techniques in this fight. So yeah. sorry. He, he like he like yeah. thought about that before even showing up. He knows, ah, yeah, that's the one guy, the one guy I'm not gonna fight. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You are good, but your techniques come from more than one source. So it's just it's a violation of the rules. It's what it is sorry (laughs) i'd love to fight you but well i think what he did was it was even it was even more clever than that because what he said was something like well we're trying to decide which style is the best here and since you come from yeah since you come from multiple styles i'm sorry we just can't it's not it's not a good gauge um, (laughs) but i i do like how they the, the the ways that the characters will try to sort of you know work their way out of a situation that way is pretty interesting um yeah. And, but the other thing that they also will, will, will rate in the books is appearances of characters. And they, they, they will tend to do it more with the women characters than the men. But, like, mm-hmm. they clearly let you know, like, what, like, Zhao Longnu is supposed to be the most beautiful character in the story. And uh-huh. they will tell you, okay, and this is where Guo Fu is in the mix. And this is where this character is in the mix. And uh-huh. it, and so like everything kind of gets quantified, which I just find very interesting. It's a it's uh, her, her role playing perspective once again. All the stat, yeah, all the stats yeah, of the characters that, are right there on the page. That's where I'm coming from. Like if you're play, if you're trying to do it like in like a D and D type mode, okay, you can sort of transfer that to charisma, for example. Um, yeah, you know, and you can transfer Jin Loon to level. Okay, he's a tenth level character or whatever. You know, whatever the range is. Um, so it's but but it but there but there's a just a, a, a for for really odd, uh things that you wouldn't normally quantify in a book get quantified. Yeah. Um so I, I do find it interesting. Um but yeah, so I don't know, we'll we'll see what what comes down the road. Obviously, uh you know, we kind of know what's uh what's going to be going on in the next episode or two, but uh you know, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. And uh yeah. and yeah. So we had, we had a delay getting to this podcast. I've been waiting for, I was like, I'm waiting for a long time to get to more of the show. So I'm, I'm, you know, I enjoy doing the podcast by itself. I'm excited now. I can, I can dig back into more. And we're going to try to do three episodes before the next time. So hopefully we'll have more episodes, uh, and this will, we'll progress at a better rate. Um, and, and, and yeah, so, um, so I guess we'll be back on, um, are we going to do... Are we doing well? We'll talk after the podcast, but, but okay. me, me and Adam will be back on and with, with more more Return of Condor Heroes. And Friday we're going to do House of Flying Daggers, and 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 I should have another Wusha workshop sometime in the in the next coming week or so, and and then uh, Lady Eighty Seven should be out. So we have a lot coming out, and uh, we will be back on, and we will talk to you later.